Hey everyone, welcome to the Threadcast. Hope that you are doing well today. This is Ryan Smith here at Common Thread. I hope uh, you have had a good day. Um, days are good, days are bad, right? Um, I want to share with you a, a new thought today for me. I don't know, this might not be a new thought for you, but it's a, a revelation I had that I want to share with you that I'm still kind of parsing out and thinking through a bit. And so I'd um, love to hear your thoughts on it as we get done. But I want to talk about what it means to be a good member of a tribe, right? Or sometimes that the tribe is the language we use. Some people use the the word of um, like, you know, like a small group, uh, a church community, whatever it might be for you. But the idea that you, what does it mean to be a good member of a tribe? And in the past, um, in a lot of traditional settings, um, a good member means that you're always there. You're always present. Anytime the doors open, you're there, right? Um, I remember hearing um, older members of our church always saying, "If the doors open, we're there," right? You know, rain, snow, sleet, or hell, right? That they're going to show up because you always have to be there. Always be there. Always be present, right? And we ran a youth ministry program, and that was one of the things that we pushed heavily when we were youth minister. Is that if you are going to be a good member of this youth ministry um, group. If you want to be growing spiritually, you need to be present. You need to be present when we offer things Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and on our retreats. You, you need to be there. You need to be there. And almost to the point sometimes where we got into not bullying tactics, but, you know, guilt tactics. But, you know, we really did push that, hey, your presence is needed at this place, right? Now, I want to say up front, um, I think presence is important. Absolutely. I think that, that presence is important. But I think there might be another way to look at this. Another way, a different way to see it, right? Because the, the hard part, what I've found now, um, um, being removed from past youth ministry and other situations this way, is I look back and I question how healthy that truly was. Because the idea is that is that we feel like if I'm a part of this tribe or I'm a part of that tribe and, and I want to be a good member, I've got to be present. So every time they're meeting, I've got to be there. I've got to be there. I've got to be at the, this. I've got to be a good member of my baseball team. I've got to be a good member of my small group. I've got to be a good member of my club team. I've got to be whatever it might be, right? Um, and I've got to be there every time. And what happens is the family that's that has these different participants in all these different tribes and even sometimes the family just in one tribe they're going, going, going. They got work. They got sports. They got school. They got the tribe meeting. They got whatever it might be. And at the end of the day, at the end of the week, they, they might have made the meetings, but they're exhausted. They're torn. They they feel like they're going every which way. They don't have time for each other, right? Um, and this even to the point where some people have left their organizations, their churches, their tribes because they've spent so much effort and time and didn't feel like anything changed, right? And so you then begin to think, well, if I'm a good member, I've got to go, and I just don't want to go. And so does that make me bad? And you start to feel guilty about what it is to be a good tribe member. And that if we're not, if I'm not with you every day, how can we best be best friends? If I don't talk to you, if I don't text you, if I don't TikTok with you, whatever it might be, then then I I might be, you know, how, how bad am I if I don't know every single thing that's going on in your life and you know, and then, you know, this even extends to me as a pastor. Sometimes the people, you know, get upset with you when you don't know every single thing that's happening, like whether their their aunt or uncle had passed away or whatever it might be. And you have to learn later on that it happened, you know. And sometimes you feel like, man, I should be so connected with everyone that I should know every single thing that's going on in their lives. Um, and that sounds so silly to say out loud, right? But inside, we internalize that guilt. We internalize that shame of what it means to be a good tribe member. 
And so um, I saw this this meme or this post the other day, and um, it really got me thinking. And basically, and I'm gonna, I don't I couldn't find it uh, again, um, and so I'm just gonna have to kind of rephrase it. Um, so I don't know it word for word, but basically the gist of it was saying that hey. I might not call you every day. I might not text you every day. I might not talk to you for a month. But if you have ever have an issue, if you have a member that has a die, if you ever need something, I'm going to drop everything and I'm going to be there for you. And I was like, that's, that's what it means to be a good tribe member, right? This idea that, you know what, I don't have to be in every aspect, every minute of your life. For me to be a good friend. As a matter of fact, there might be times where I go spells without talking to you. But if you ever need something, if I ever need something, I'm going to know you're going to know that we'll be there for you. That's what tribe is. The idea that we are going to connect, we're going to converse, we're going to have accountability. Yes. But sometimes that doesn't happen every second, 24-7 of the day, of the week, right? There's rhythms to that. There should be freedom in that. I think a a good example of this, um, where I thought about this, you know, how does this fit biblically? Is this a good example, right? Because we have examples of the meeting in the homes daily in Acts. We see that, um, and which, and again, this is not a pushback from actually seeing each other. I think there is importance in getting together and, and connecting, but it might not be the same rhythm as what we've had in the past. And a great person that I see is, is, is Paul, right? Um, Paul, when he he went out on this these missionary journeys, and he went and, and did these journeys and traveled all over the country, right? In his mind, all over the world, and and started these churches. And he was the father of these group of these tribes, and he he nursed them, he he coddled them, he started them, he placed leadership in place, and he would start them, but then he would leave. And we have examples in the New Testament where he would write back to him. We know that there are some of those churches that he never visited again, and some of those churches he did revisit. But he wrote, you know, he would write letters to them, and we have some of those in the New Testament, right? Some of those letters. And if you read a lot of his letters, he'll start his letter out with a greeting, hey, this is Paul, yo, and I'm here with Timothy or somebody else. We're servants of Christ, you know, peace be with you. But then he would have this segue where he would say things like, I'm so thankful for you. When I think about you, you know, all these things. And he would have this connection that you could tell that when he's writing to them, that even though he's not with them, he's still a part of them. And I'm going to be honest, I th- I, I'm going to interpret that, that I think that the, the original hearers, the people that he was writing to, they felt the same way. That even though he was away from them, he was still a part of their tribe. And so uh, I think a great example of how he did that and how he showed that is is with the Philippians church uh, in Philippi, um, in the Philippians book, actually, to the, to the church in Philippi. And um, he starts it out, and but in verse 3 of chapter 1 of Philippians, there's a segment from thir- 3 to 11. I'm going to read it all, but I want you to hear, I think there's some key things that we can look at and how we can look at this new idea of being a part of a tribe, maybe being a part of each other's lives, but not being a part of every second of every day, right? So he writes this to him. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all of my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in change or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. 
God can testify, can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. All right. So in here, I, I saw four things, four components that I think exist in, in what it means to ha- be a healthy member of a tribe, but maybe not connected to the day in, day out thing. So the first off, he talks about um, you know their partnership in the gospel, right? That they ha- they're, they're part of the same mission. And I think that's what tribe is about, is that whether your tribe is spiritual, whether your tribe is just simply uh, life-giving, you know, whether it's like based around a baseball team or whether it's based around... Um, you know, an actual, you know, a church connection, whatever it might be, but you have together a same mission, that you both have a same belief system, that you you both have this this thing that you're going to hold on to. This is what we both hold dear, that our mission is that we want to, you know, maybe it's, you know, we want to, to end homelessness in our city. And so the idea is that they are going to, you know, we might not see each other, but when we do get together, we're going to fight for the homeless people, right? Whatever it might be. But there is this idea of having the same mission, that we are on a mission together. And honestly, that's what churches are all about, right? Is that you can now find a church on every corner of every street right now. And, you know, they all have their different flavors. But when somebody connects to a church or to a tribe, it's usually because they feel like they get them, right? They understand. They know, they understand what we're about. We're in the same season of life. And all that simply means is that, you know what? The mission they've chosen and how to serve God, it fits with my mission, right? And that's what this is about, is finding a tribe that we are on the same page, that we are connected, that we have something. So, so he has that with him. Now, the other thing he says is, you know, um, I carry you in my heart, right? There's this idea that I'm going to care about you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to think about you, um, even when we're not together. That, that there's still this idea that I, I'm going to find a way that we're going to have this connection. And that's, I think that's what makes a good tribe is, is, that, is that, you know, you have groups in your lives where you come and come out just because of seasons. Um, but what makes them a tribe is this idea that, that goes beyond just that connection. Hey, we're going to get together because we have to check off the box of attendance or we have to be here because my kid's playing sports or whatever it might be. But that I actually think about you, that I care about you, that, man, uh, you know, I'm out shopping. Hey, so-and-so would really like this, right? Even though I've never seen them in the month, whatever it might be. That idea of caring for somebody, for caring when you're not there, that, that gets you there. I think the other thing he talks about, he talks about his chains, being in chains and this stuff, and that you, you recognize that you both have the same struggles. That in your mission, you recognize that neither of you are perfect and you're going to be arrested. You're going to have these these difficulties, whether it's parenting or, or whatever it might be. This idea that, that you recognize, hey, you have struggles and I have struggles, but sometimes we're, we're not going to be there for each other in those struggles. And sometimes we will. But at least recognize that, hey, we both, we both, we both have crappy times in our life because of our mission. Right, and so you have a mission. You have this caring, this longing for each other, and then you also have these struggles. And then there's also this part where he says that it's my. I pray that, that your love may abound. Right? There's this hope that right. This idea that you, that me, that us together, that our tribe, we are not stuck where we're at. That there is hope for our future. Right? That we are gonna. We're longing for that next step. That 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 growth process and whatever it might be. And a good tribe member is going to is going to hold you to that and remind you that hey, where we're at now is not going to always be where we're at. That we have something greater in store, 
right? And so I think when those four components are present, then you are a good tribe, that you are a good member of tribe. And it, but it doesn't mean that you have to be physically present in their lives 24-7 or even weekly um, or, or, or bi-weekly or whatever. You know, this, sometimes we see examples of, of this, this being a good tribe can be over long distances of time but we still stay connected with a mission that we still long, we care for each other, we, we, we think about each other, and that we recognize that we have struggles and we're there for each other when we can be there. And sometimes it's just them knowing that you're thinking about them during the struggles at all that matters. And then you're also hoping together that we are going to be better, that this is not going to be where we're stuck at, right? Um, Sarah and I and the boys, we experienced this when we traveled to England. We visited our friends there um, who are part of Common Thread. Um, we had never seen our English friends face to face. And I can remember the first time when we got off the airplane, you know, Sid was going to meet us there at the airport, but he wasn't going to meet us in the airport. We're going to have to meet outside of it. And and I just remember thinking, do I hug him? Do I handshake him? Do I fist pound him? What, 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 what is going to happen? You know, am I going to recognize him? I've only seen him from the top. You know, we've only been on Zoom together, right? And it wasn't a big deal when I saw him. It's like, hey, we, we hugged. I think we hugged quickly. We got in. We kept moving. But it's just like, hey, it wasn't like this big to do. And I remember thinking, you know, that's the way it should be. You know, it's when you're friends, you just say hi and you move on, right? And you, and you, you do what you need to do. And, 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 and it's, it's that unspoken, we are tribe. And then every time we would meet somebody else in England, it was it was like we had been friends our whole life. You know, it was like the friends that we've been with here in the states, and and I'm still processing that, even though it's a bit where we're well removed from. But this idea of being tribe doesn't necessarily mean a physical presence all the time, right? I do think you know it, that mission, the care, the struggles, and the hope; those things have to be present. It can be done in different time segments, all right? So that's where I'm at in this. But I want you to think about what does that mean for us? Uh, Two things. Um, One is expectations, right? Is one, you should free yourself from the expectation of always being present with whoever you think you should be present with, right? That, um, That you shouldn't feel guilty for not always being there whenever that person needs you. Now you're going to do your best, but sometimes that doesn't happen, and that's okay because sometimes you got to take care of your own family. You got to take care of your own things that are going on in your world, and that's all right. The other thing is expectations from the other person. You know what? Uh, maybe your pastor or maybe your best friend they can't be there, and that's okay. So sometimes when you go long periods of times without talking to somebody, there's that guilt, there's that shame is, you know, what do I need to apologize? Do I need something? And I feel like it's one of those things that now we're to the point where we shouldn't, shouldn't have to feel guilty. We just simply say, I'm here. I'm with you. I'm a part of the same mission. I've cared about you this whole time. I know you've been struggling. I know we, I've been struggling and we're moving on together. We're going to have hope together. Um, so I don't know how that hits you. Um, but that's just uh, something I've been wrestling with, and I just want to throw it out to you guys. And I just sometimes I need to speak things out loud into this this uh, threadcast just so that um, I can think through it a little bit more. But what's it mean to be a good tribe member? I definitely think it's all those things that we've talked about, right? The idea that you need insight, connection, conversation, accountability from each other. I think those things happen. 
but I don't know that they have to happen weekly. I don't know that they have to happen on a regular schedule and in physical person all the time, right? You know, um, and to still have tribe. As a matter, I know they don't because I'm experiencing that with our English friends. But what does that mean in a local setting as well? How do how do you live that out to where you're together but you're not? You know, and there's freedom in that. Um, because I think I really believe we as church as spiritual people, we should be helping people. Um, letting go of the chains of burdens of, of expectations and freeing people up to live a more burdensome life of shame and of guilt, right? You know, my, my, my yoke is easy, right? You know, Jesus says, you come to me, my, you know, it's, he's going to lighten the load, not heavy the load. And sometimes when we become part of churches or spiritual groups or tribes, it actually makes our load heavier than it does lighter. And I think think that is not productive. Um, so I think we need to find ways to give ourselves grace and mercy uh, in what it means to be a, a vital member of a tribe, but not to always be present. But to be present, right? <laughs> there, so there you go. I don't know how that hits you. I'd uh, love to hear some feedback on that if you got anything for me. Um, we'll see you again. Grace and peace to you.